The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, episode 90. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right, that's fantastic. That's what I like to hear. You like to hear that you respond well to my commands, to my requests, to my to my calls to action. Like when I say, "Hey, why don't you tweet me at Done with Dave?" and you tweet me at Done with Dave, or if I ask you to leave polite comments or pol- uh, comment politely. So you do that on the Spreaker app, or maybe in the iTunes app. See, I'm just going to hit you with it right away, right, right from the top. We're going to get right to the begging. And um, and uh, what else do I ask you to do? Yeah, just, hey, don't be so passive. I see the numbers. People are listening. I'm getting a lot of plays You know, that, now that I've been back uh, podcasting. Uh, there's, there's definitely some numbers that say that people are listening. But um, so, you know, you know, take some time and, uh, and interact, you know, and say hello. Be great to hear from you. I've been surprised by several people along the way uh, in the last couple of weeks that have said hello and said they listen and all that good stuff. All right. So episode 90, another Coda cast. It's a Coda cast and a car cast and a dumb cast and a podcast. So really, four shows in one. You can't beat that. There's really no other podcast out in the world. I don't care where you find it, where you look for it, where you get it. There's no other podcast in the world that's doing four different shows in one. That's amazing. So, um, you know, and please tell your friends, listen, this guy does four different shows at the same time. It's like that juggler that juggles three balls, right? And you're like, wow, look at him. He juggles three balls. Wow, look, he juggles three bowling pins. Wow, he looks, oh, for me, it's like, wow, he juggles a bowling pin, a ball, and an axe, you know? And then all of a sudden, he throws in, you know, uh, some sort of machine gun. So he's juggling a machine gun and a bowling pin and a ball and an axe. It's like, wow, that's some act. That's basically what I'm doing in the world of podcasting. That's what it that's what it seems like to me. I think I'm doing quite well juggling four different uh, items of all different uh, shapes and sizes and purposes and some of them uh, deadly, some fatal, potentially fatal weapons. And that's what I do. I do a potentially fatal show. Uh, hello, dum-dums. This is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. It's the fastest podcast on earth. Not right now because I'm sitting in a parking spot at the downtown uh, uh, Providence Marriott. But uh, it's also a show that's subtitled uh, Dumbing It Down with Dave, Pragmatism truth happiness and the search for it all so um uh yeah that's all the stuff that there is and uh let me give you so uh where are we um in this uh, thing episode 90 i wanted to talk a little bit about my personal experience here day two for me day two here at dakota coda haven 2018 yesterday was you know episode one of the coda casts here and this will be episode two and so let me get you a little bit more in depth as to what's been going on here yesterday i kind of fiddled faddled around i did my typical uh getting lost in the lights type of thing you know where i i go on tangents and i don't make points and uh i listened to it i'm like oh that wasn't a great show but i published it published it anyway there was some there was some valid uh reasons for publishing it there was some substantive uh podcast going on not great but you know i give myself a good f a good f all right anyway a good f you know like you know fair so um so today was day two so today was my first day today was the first of the real breakouts was it 
When did I do the uh, newcomer session? Oh, yeah, yesterday was the newcomer session. Uh, I did the panel. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I said some things that people found humorous. That was really good. It was a nice icebreaker. Um, I could. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't go serious. If I didn't go uh, humorous and I had went serious, we would have. it could have gotten real dark and serious in the room. And I didn't want to do that. So I went with humor, uh, which is often, not all the time, but has often worked for me. So I went with humor and uh, I spoke to the people who were here for the first time. I think I set a very good tone. You know, I don't want to take credit. There were four other people on the panel with me. They all did a great job, plus the founder of the organization, of the CODA organization. So, um, you know, uh, I did that. and I was happy to do that. Uh, I definitely signed up to volunteer for the newcomer panel and um, I definitely wanted to do it. I wanted to do it ever since last year. So, oh, by the way, so for those of you who are not coders, you know, I appreciate you listening, but don't feel bad if you go, I don't know what he's talking about. And I don't want to listen to this. This is not really my cup of tea. I'll come back when he does uh, car casts in dumb casts in podcasts. You know, I don't want to hear him talk about a Coda cast. That's not really for me. But um, so then that's fine. You know, I, I, I harbor no ill will. It's perfectly fair uh, and honest of you to not want to listen to uh, anything that has to do with the Coda cast. Because I'm going to be talking about things that you don't get. For those of you... Who and I, you know me, I always try to make it, you know, very generic. And for those of you who are coders, stick around because I'm going to try to get a little bit more in depth here at episode 90 than I did with episode episode 89. So, um, so I did this newcomer panel. So for those of you around the world who are coders and are listening, you know, they start you off with a with a, uh, a newcomer panel, and there are 96 new people out of 350 this year. So for those of you, yeah, this is a kind of pertinent information because there's no way of getting this um, without listening to a CodaCast. So I think 13 countries were represented, uh, are represented. I think I saw something like 39 states out of 50. I think that's what I saw. 39 out of 50, 13 countries, and probably about five continents were represented here. And last year, if you remember, at Coda Can, we had 300. This year, we're maxed out at 350. 350. And I think they turned people away. All right, so there's that. There's some uh, statistics there for you, some numbers to chew on. Uh, you know, try to chew uh, to yourself so I don't have to hear your lip smacking and your saliva sloshing around. Um, I always find that particularly gross. And then again, my son says I do that, so he finds me particularly gross. Look at me saying the word particularly. Um, it is uh, June 30th, by the way. June 30th right now as I record this. It's 2.58 in the morning. 2.58 in the morning as I sit here in a parking spot at the downtown Marriott. Yesterday at this time, I think I was already showered and asleep. So this is not really healthy living when you're on vacation. But I'm at Coda, so it's okay. I'm okay. Uh, it, it's interesting that I'm not even trying to, but I, apparently I'm averaging the same amount of sleep I got last year. I'm not even trying to stay awake, but I'll tell you what happened, and I'll tell you why I haven't. I wasn't in bed two hours ago. If I remember, I'll get to it. I'm not going to mention it now because I want to go through the course of events. I did the newcomer panel. After I did the newcomer panel, um, uh, I got a little buddy training uh, from the woman who trains the people to be buddies. And what you do is I sign up. I volunteer to be a buddy. So that was the second thing I volunteered for and what happens is when the newcomer panels are over and then we broke out into uh, we went into these breakout groups you know groups of 20 or whatever it was Uh, there were four groups and um, it was great we did this you know we sat in a circle and we talked 
and uh, we shared you know, who we are, where we're from, and just different things. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like summer camp in a way, and you don't know anybody. So, you know, the first couple of days are like the first couple of days of summer camp. I never really, I never went to sleepaway camp, but I went to day camp. So I imagine it's a lot like sleepaway camp. Um, after the breakouts, yeah, then I met my, uh, uh, they gave me a buddy. They gave me a, a person. I was their buddy. Um, we're, we're each other's buddy. Nice guy, good head in the shoulders from Maine. He came in with a good attitude and he came in with a sister, which I really like. I'm really envious of all the brothers and sisters that are here. Um, there's actually some triplets, not triplets. I shouldn't have said that. They're like three, three of these, three of those, two of these, two of those. So there's a lot of that going on in here and they all seem to get along quite well and they all seem to be very happy to be with each other. With each other. They all seem to be spending time with each other, which is fantastic. My sister's here. I've seen her twice. It was like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And that's it. So, you know, what can I say? That's where we're at. <laughs> that's our dynamic. And I've talked about it before on the show, and I laugh. I shouldn't laugh, but I do, because that's how I deal with it. It's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> I think we've said all we need to say. I guess. I don't know. You know? Um she knows what I'm doing, and I guess I know what she's doing. I, I, I really don't. You know, I'm sure she's here for reasons similar to why I'm here, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, it doesn't really matter. It's all good. Uh, I'm fine. And uh, so I talked to my buddy for a while, and I put him at ease. But I didn't need to put him at ease. He was already at ease. You know, and uh, he asked me questions, and I gave him answers. Of course, you know, I gave him answers. I gave him a lot of, you know, long-winded answers, and I try to catch myself and say, hey, man, you know, let him talk. <laughs> Poor kid. He's from Maine. And uh, so he's here with his sister. And then after that, um, we had dinner and opening ceremonies. It's very nice. A lot of positive energy, as it should be at these things. I can't imagine that there would ever be a CODA event and there wouldn't be positive energy. How could that possibly ever happen? That would be insane. So, um, uh, and then, you know, of course, later in the night is the hospital room. For those of you who don't know what the hospital room is, that's where they tell stories. And two nights ago was particularly very good stories. Tonight was also very good stories. I didn't hear a lot of them for some reason. And I guess I was just maybe a little bit melancholy or whatever or tired. And of course, you know me, when I'm tired, I turn from Dr. Jekyll into Mr. Hyde. And Mr. Hyde likes to screw over Dr. Jekyll. Uh, Dr. Jekyll has to go to work early in the morning. And he has to be really bright and sharp. But uh, Mr. Hyde gets tired and instead of going to sleep, he stays up. There's a certain point in time where, you know, that's where the transition is from Dr. Jekyll. Oh, yes, Oh, to Mr. Hyde, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's no good. I but I did it again. I did it tonight. I did it several times tonight. I really should have been in bed two hours ago or three hours ago, and here because it's it's three o'clock in the morning now. It'll be four o'clock by the time I go to bed. It's really so ri- ridiculous. I should use harsher words like dumb, but um, on this show, I like to use dumb as an affirmative, you know, as a term of endearment. So, um, so uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, so we uh, we uh, we heard stories and you know, good stories. There's some some of them are very funny. And tonight they did experimental stories. You know you know how you watch YouTube and they do bad lip syncing, uh, lip reading. They do bad lip reading. So we did bad signing, which is you know it's possible that uh, the experiment was that uh, one guy would be in front of the audience and one guy would be in the audience. Um, 
translating what the guy on stage is saying and uh, the guy on stage might be doing British sign language and the guy in the audience might be doing American sign language so you know the one guy's telling the story and the guy interpreting is doing all the talking uh, yeah so one guy's telling the story with sign language and the other guy is translating in English or, or whatever and it's just doing it poorly because they don't understand each other's sign language but you go by the you go by what little you know, and it turns out a little funny because signs mean different things in different languages. And I'm sure if I had somebody here with me who's an interpreter, oh, excuse me, Ugh, they would tell you the funny differences in signs. So, you know, it could, it could really be extreme, you know, that um, just the slightest sign for something very subtle in another language could mean something totally different. And uh, as a coder, you understand. As a non-coder, you couldn't possibly imagine what that looks like. And I don't have any examples for you, so I'm dropping the ball here. So, uh, But there's different things that some things like are so simple and uh, benign or uh, whatever in one language, and in another language it's very sexual. That's basically what I'm alluding to. So there you go. You know, it's like, oh my God, what did he just sign? Oh, I think I just, he just signed that was sweet. And the other guy says, no, he didn't sign that was sweet. He signed that, hey, I'm... He's touching me inappropriately, you know, so it's totally opposite. So in a story, if you mix it up, that could be possibly quite comedic. could be funny. All right, so uh, what else? We did a story time. Uh, and what did I do today? Today, I was, uh, I, uh, I, I'll tell you about the three breakout sessions I did. It's, I'm not going to tell you any great stories because everything is confidentiality. You know, everything is confidential. And I'm not going to blow that. And I love doing these podcasts. I don't love it, but I like doing these podcasts and sharing it with you, if, especially if you're a coda. And if you're not a coda, that's cool too. But if you are, you want to hear what's going on. So I went to three breakout sessions today. And the first one was, um, was coda parents of aging parents. Yeah, codas, I'm sorry, codas of aging parents. So listen, if you're a person of a certain age, it doesn't really matter, even if you're younger, and you got parents that are getting older and sicker and, you know, more worn out and, you know, closer to the end, you know, their ex- expiration date, you know, that in any walk of life, that's a very difficult transition to make. That's a very different, uh, difficult thing to take care of based on the personalities of the parents and, and your resources, you know, there's a lot of things that are involved, and a lot of a lot of people are affected by your decisions or your lack of decisions, and and your people's responses to your decisions. It's really quite uh, quite a dynamic, quite a thing. So as a coda, it gets even more complicated because now we're dealing with deaf parents who are often very stubborn or often uh, just just different. Everything is different. So they're different because they're deaf, the parents, and we're different because we're children of deaf adults, and we've been through this for so long. It's it's very exhausting to deal with uh, our deaf parents. They're not, and for those of you who are not coders, it's not like they're crazy people. They're not crazy people. Some of them are a little bit off their off the mark. You know, the seesaw kind of leans in one direction. It's not you know not everything is perfectly cut in half. You know, it's a uh, you know touched by an angel, whatever you want to call it. It's all it's all differences, but. Um, uh, so we had a really great in-depth conversation and uh, there was some really talk about creating a little bit of a not a little bit of a, of a movement some sort of movement some sort of fake book group where we would get together and uh, we would invite coders from all over the world to discuss our aging parent situations so there's no confidentiality and that that's a great thing that a movement can come can, can, you know maybe not even a movement but something um, I made a movement about an hour ago, um, so which is better than last year. If some of you might remember, I got to Canada and I could, I didn't do anything for like two days. It was horrible. 
I was drinking water and everything. I couldn't go to the bathroom. But uh, this year, uh, apparently not so bad in Rhode Island. Uh, I'm good with Rhode Island. So anyway, so... Uh, uh, excuse me. Holy cow. That's three already, I think I did, right? So uh, we talked about that, aging parents. It was very emotional, and it was very sweet, and there was a lot of uh, interesting stories, uh, none of which I can tell you, but all I can tell you is it was pretty heartwarming, and uh, it affected me a lot. A lot of these breakouts affect me. All right, the second one was actually the first one I ever facilitated, other than the break, uh, the, the newcomer panel, um, uh, you know, the newcomer breakout. Uh, we did, I did a men's only. That was the first one I ever did. It was men's only. And it was good because there was only five guys that showed up. So at first it was just me, like right up until the time the men's only group started. And then one young guy showed up. Very nice guy. I don't know his name. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't have said it anyway. And then uh, then three other guys uh, who are Code of Veterans. Um, uh, Code of Veterans showed up. And they... Uh, they, uh, we had, we got into a really good conversation. It kind of it started off a little slow. And I was like, uh oh, this is not going well. And then it did go well. It got even deeper. You know, we got we started talking about which is somewhat coda related, but not really uh, to a certain extent. Um, do I say that a lot? Yeah, I do say that a lot because I'm always thinking, is it coda that what we're doing, or is sometimes what we do not coda? Because sometimes it's not coda. So, so sometimes it is. Um, we did. Um, we talked about places for men. Like years ago, you had a barber shop. Like in Saugerties, where I live, I would see Joe the Barber. Uh, back in Canarsie, there was a Pepe and Jerry's. Two Italian guys, Pepe and Jerry. Uh, even before that, my father took me to an Italian barber shop. Um, in, um, you know, the Italian barber shop. You know, where you get salami. You get salami on a sandwich. And they cut your hair. That's pretty gross. No, you know, these guys inside were Italian. Italian to me, it could have been Greek for all I know. What do I know? It's all Greek to me. So um, anyway, so uh, we talked about like that's where men used to go and boys, you know, and uh, you know, and you'd have man time. You would talk about things and uh, and uh, boys would see barbers being uh, good, you know, service, you know, serviceable. They would do things. You know, there, it's a service industry, and they were professional. They were neat and they clean. You know, there was tools. You know, there was combs and those jars of blue fluid, and there was uh, shavers and shaving cream and straps, leather straps that you sharpen your straight edge blade, you know, it was just a lot of professionalism going on there and a child would pick up on that, I definitely picked up on that, and uh, you know, the floor would be messy with hair, somebody would sweep it, the the glass the mirrors were clean, and you know, uh, I don't know what the place smelled like because I don't have a sense of smell, but you know what I'm saying it's just a way to observe a, a good male role model, and I thought that was pretty cool, um, but we're running out of man spaces and the barbershops have been disappearing and they've been replaced by other ones that have, you know, they're a little bit more theme, theme, thematic, you know, like knockouts, I think in the Albany area, you know, it's kind of like Hooters comes to barbershops and then the Supercuts, which is a franchise, I think, or so a chain, but they're, you know, it's just not the same as going to a real barber and hanging out and talking and all that stuff. Oh, I'm feeling very tired, folks. Very, very tired. I can just feel my eyes and my head. I haven't felt this tired in a long time, especially while doing... I mean, I felt this tired, just not while doing a podcast. So I hope I don't yawn anymore. Now that I said the word yawn, I'm probably going to trigger a yawn. Um, and after that, so that was two breakout sessions. And then right after the men's only group, I uh, facilitated uh, a group called... Um, 
what were they called? Uh, uh, coders as parents. Wow, that was deep. That was really deep. Coda as parents. Um, yeah, we uh, we shared some stories about raising our children and our stepchildren and uh, and how we were raised and how that affects the way we raise and. Holy cow, man! That was emotional. That that one got me. That one got me a lot more than the uh, aging parents one did, uh, because it directly affects you know me and my son, and um, it just it was really emotional. Everybody got emotional in that room, uh, talking about your kids. You know, you don't want to make a mistake with your kids. You don't want to do wrong by them. You want to do right. And uh, you know, us having uh, growing up as uh, with deaf parents. Let me see what time it is. Oh my god, what time? Oh, where's my glasses? So us, you know, seeing... Uh, are they on my head? Don't you love when you do that? You're looking around for your glasses and they're on your head. Have I mentioned that before during the podcast? So, yeah, so you want to... You want to... Uh, you want to do right by your kids. And, uh, you know, being a coder affects you because, you know, you uh, you had a certain relationship with your father or your mother. And then it affects you. And here you are now sometimes repeating the mistakes you made with... Uh, you know the the ones that your parents made with you. Now you're making it with your kids, so um, it's very frustrating. And you don't have to be a coder to have those problems. You know, like I said, it's not uh, it's not always coda. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just uh, humans being, you know, dopey union, humans. You know, and thinking that these are things we have to do when in fact you don't have to do them at all. Or you don't have to do them as much, and you don't have to do them as well, and you don't have to do them as often, and all that other stuff. I put my glasses on. That's why. So it sounds like I was away from the phone. So um, yeah, so that was a very emotional uh, breakout. It was uh, it was great, and the women. There was uh, three men and like uh, twelve women, you know, which is usually the case. There's always more, uh, always more uh, women than men. And there's just more women than men in all of Coder, I think. I don't know what the breakdown is. Um, and you can see that in the men's group, we only had we only had five. And it's crazy. The men's group should have had way more. Way more. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm going to blow my nose because I know I'm going to do a breather here. So that was it. That was my day here. I did uh, three breakouts. I facil- facilitated the last two, and I really enjoyed facilitating. It's a little nerve-wracking. You know, you want people to get really, you want to have a good breakout. You know, there's really not much you can do because you don't, you can't give advice. You don't, you don't try to steer the conversation in any direction. You just let it go organically, which is the thing I like. I like when things go organically, you know, you don't have to control it and you're fine with whatever it turns out, but you really hope that people have meaningful moments. You know, uh, I, I personally feel like it reflects on me. I don't know if every facilitator feels that way. You know, maybe after a couple of years, I'll be like, yeah, f- big deal, facilitating. Who cares? I go out there, I make my spiel that they, they write on a script that they give me. And then I just let people be, you know, which is, and I, which is sort of what I think I did. So, um, oh, I'm getting tired. You remember that tired I used to get, folks, years, you know, years, uh, episodes ago when I would just be lost in my brain. I, Oh, I can't believe I got, I got only got a 10 minute drive. All right, let's take a breather. I just blew my nose, so I think it's okay to take a breather. I always get a little giddy, not giddy, but a little weird when it's time to take a breather because I'm the one that controls when I do it. Yet, I don't seem to be in control of my respiratory system. It has, seems to have a weird uh, desire to backfire on me when I do these things. So sometimes I struggle. All right, so for those of you that don't know, I take a breather break. I don't have commercial sponsors. So in lieu of commercial sponsors, uh, I take a breather break. You know, so uh, the breather break is brought to you by air. Anywhere you are in the world, if there's air and it's clean and it's free, 
It's for you. Go get it. Go take a breather. Take a break from the day by breathing. All right. Try to live a little bit longer by breathing. All right, here we go. We're going to take three deep breaths, three in a row. Uh, deeper as we go. You try to get deep, deep, deepest, or deep, deeper, deepest. And then, you know, hold that breath and try to make it hurt. Expand those lungs. I really have been feeling it a lot. You know, I've been feeling the expansion of my lungs. And I guess that's a good thing. All right. I would think it would be. All right, here we go. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> That was a good one. That was one of my best first ones ever. <laughs> now that I've said that, I just feel like my nose... I don't know what I just did. I just felt something weird. Okay, so that was my best first one ever, I think. And uh, did I mention breathe deep? Inhale through the nose and then exhale through the mouth and you could breathe as loudly as you want. Ready? You know, you, you want to breathe as you know loudly so the person next to you can hear it. All right, here we go. Ready? In. <sighs> okay. That's two. How you doing? You're not a little dizzy, are you? You're holding on? Good. One more. Last one. Make it good. Real deep. In. And then uh, hold it. Make it hurt a little bit. And then exhale. Ready? Go. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. Didn't hurt as much as I wanted it to. (laughs) That's a really weird thing to say, don't you think? It didn't hurt as much as I wanted it to. But... It hurt enough. Okay, so uh, what else do we have today? Um, well, let me tell you what happened. A very interesting little thing happened to me. Uh, if I remember anything else, I'll mention it. But something just happened to me really on the way out. Yesterday when I came out, I sat down. I shouldn't have sat down. I should have went straight home. And I ended up in a conversation with somebody. Um, you know, <laughs> the conversation really didn't do nothing for me, but it, it might have done something for him. I don't know. You know, when people, um, you know, uh, have a good time and they imbibe, you know, they're not always fully present. You know what I mean? So um, I don't want to judge. I don't want to say anything bad. I don't know if that guy's ever going to listen to my show, but you know, I don't want him to think I'm, uh, I don't want him to think I'm thinking poorly of him. But you know, he was in a, in a different state of mind than I was. I was definitely of the clear conscious. Or as much as I can be, the clear and conscious state of mind. And he was uh, not as much in the clear and conscious state of mind. He was in a different area, which is fine. I don't judge. Good for him. But, you know, it just made the conversation a little bit... Uh, a little, it definitely made it more interesting. I don't think it made it as substantive. And uh, it wasn't based in reality. Uh, well, then again, what's reality, right? So who am, who am I to judge? But, uh, but today I walked out. And uh, I sat down. There's a, two chairs right in front of the hotel. These two, you know, wicker chairs with red cushions. And I said, there was a guy sitting on one chair. I said, hey, anybody sitting here? He said, no. So I sat next to him. I mean, not like like next to him, like at the movies. But, you know, close enough. And um, I forgot what sparked it. But eventually, oh, yeah, now we know what we sparked it. There was a, a coda who walked by that started talking to him, thinking he was a different coda. And the guy sitting next to me uh, is not a coda. And... Uh, his reaction was quite interesting. So, uh, uh, so then the, the one guy, the coda, who was uh, the not the night before, but this, this tonight, uh, I think he might have been enjoying life a little bit uh, more than he might be able to handle. And uh, it, it came, he came to realize that uh, this guy who was talking to um, uh, wasn't a coda. <laughs> and so uh, it was, there was an awkward moment there. And here we are. Here I am in front of the Marriott. I'm just trying to hang out. And uh, so he tried to engage the guy sitting next to me. But uh, this guy that came out of the hotel. No. This guy. Where did he come from? 
uh, you know, so I'm definitely way too tired. So yeah, so a guy came out of a cab. That's what he did. He was a coda, and he, he started talking to the guy next to me. And uh, it turns out the guy next to me is not a coda. And the guy who came out of the cab had a hard time grasping why would somebody be sitting in front of the lobby when he's not a coda? You know, what are you doing here? This is our hotel. I think is the, the sort of the message that he might have been sending out, or the feelings he might have had. But that's, that's not true. The hotel's for everybody. It's not just for 350 coders. All right. So, uh, again, where's my glasses? Why do I keep on wearing glasses and then taking them off? Um, so there's a guy sitting there. I said, hey, do you mind if I sit here? The guy says, fine. I sit there. I'm playing with my phone. You know, I'm not just playing with it. Uh, there's things I'm actually doing. I'm trying to be productive. And uh, social media stuff and all that good uh, good baloney. And uh, we, st- uh, we started talking. And... Um, Turns out his name is Pow. I can mention his name because he, he's not a coda. P-A-U, Pow, that's his name. And uh, he's fascinating. He, we had a, He's an engineer. He's some sort of mechanical engineer. And he's here on a visa, a work visa, for 90 days. Uh, we had a really great conversation about uh, motorcycles, about family, about working, about finances, about Barcelona, about Catalina, I think he called it, and about uh, New York and Kansas and all the places that he's been and all the places that he's going. And uh, it was really a fascinating conversation about life. And it's amazing how I felt like, wow, I could be friends with this guy. If I, if he lived in Saugerties, if I lived in Barcelona, uh, I would totally be friends with Pau. He seems like a really straight-up, honest, sincere guy. And I like that. You know, I like that in a human. It doesn't have to be a guy. I like that in a human. If, I, if he was a woman, I would have sat next to him and talked to him, too. I've, you know, I've talked to women here. Uh, I'm good at that here at Coda. I can talk to women at Coda, but out in the real world, it's a little bit different. But um, so it was fascinating. Pow and I talked, you know, talked about his job and how does he travel and who takes care of things and who feeds them and what's his responsibilities and just a whole bunch of really basic general, you know, Merv Griffin type one hour and a half uh, interview questions, which is one of my favorite things to do. So it was really great to meet Pow. It's kind of crazy. I did a show last year in Vancouver. I just remember that. Have you met my friend Bob or Pete or Eddie, whatever his name was? I did a show from Vancouver where I met a guy in the pool. I just realized that. And I met a guy at the pool at the hotel. And we had a great conversation. And he turns out he's an Asian. Uh, was it my buddy Ted or my buddy Ed? I think it was my buddy Ed. And uh, he was uh, uh, an Asian guy from uh, Toronto or something like that. And he happened to be in Vancouver. It was pretty fascinating, you know that uh, that uh, that I met this guy. So I did. A, I, I titled the show. Yeah, the, let me introduce you to my friend uh, Ed or Ted. Uh, so now let me introduce you to my friend Pow P A U. He's a nice guy, and uh, we had a great conversation. So listen, uh, instead of trying to go long, I'm very tired. I'm very very tired. Uh, okay, you know what? I'll start driving. I'll, I'll drive a little bit. Maybe that'll. Get my juices up. I got to get out of here because the uh, the turtle, <laughs> the turtle time security guard in the Fiat. You know, I am not a fan of the Fiat. Not at all. It's not my. I don't like the way it looks. I never. Uh, I never seem to think that it's a worthwhile sports car. Sports car. A Fiat. Why is that what it is? Did I just call it a sports car? I don't think it is a sports car. I think it's like a an economy car. Maybe it is a sports car. I don't think so. Oh, they make them in four doors. So if you're a four door, right, you're automatically not a sports car. How does that work? Anyway, so we, we just I just left the parking lot. I'm driving. I'm going to give you a little 
Dunning It Down with Dave, Drive Time. There we go. Hey, you know, you ever heard of Prime Time? This is Drive Time. We're in Drive Time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Pal was, uh, he, he was awesome to talk to and awesome to hang out with. So that was good, and uh, I wish him a lot of well. I wish him well. It's That's a pretty gutsy, ballsy thing to do to uh, drive, uh, not drive, to uh to it, to go away from home for 90 days. He's here on a work visa. He's got a Barcelona license or Spain license, whatever, that he's driving cars with. And I we had a frank conversation before I left. And he was really okay with it. And I knew he would be because I got a really good vibe from him. That he's really a straight-up guy, uh, middle of the road, really easygoing. And uh, he loves life, and he loves a good quality of life. And he's, I bet you he's very good at his job. We were talking about, uh, I asked him about his license. He told me what kind of license he had. I said, listen, man, uh, and this is what I said to him, this guy that I don't even know. I know him for like 10 minutes. I said, be careful out here because, you know, you don't know with the, with the local cops or any cops for that matter. If you get pulled over, it's good that you have a, a license, but, you know, you could very easily, and he was okay with this. I said, you could very easily pass for about four different nationalities. You know, he could totally pass for being, uh, you know, uh, Spain, you know, Spanish from Spain, Barcelonian or whatever. He could actually pass for being a Muslim. Uh, now, I know, is that a racist thing? Not racist thing. Is that like a ridiculous... Well, what does a Muslim look like, Dave? A lot of different Muslims. Well, a Muslim that you might expect to see on television with a beard and uh, he had a nice uh, head of hair. No, uh, uh, it, was, it was groomed. He was uh, well-groomed. And um, who does he look like? He, you know, he looks like a, 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 a guy in good condition with a beard. It's not, it wasn't a, scra- a scra- scraggly beard. It was a well-groomed beard. But, uh, you know, uh, he just could pass. He is a man of a certain colored skin. And he has a certain face. And he could pass for uh, a Muslim who comes from, you know, the Middle East or wherever. I don't know. I shouldn't say wherever they come from. Whatever, you know, I, I, I'm assuming that most of you know what I'm talking about. Um, then he also could look like a, a Jewish person. You know, that comes from Israel, you know. Once again, he had the beard, he had a certain uh, uh, darkness, you know, a certain pigmentation in the skin. It was, you know, you know not, not black, but, you know, uh, towards the, the browner side of things. Um, that's fine. Now, listen, I'm just saying. So he, But he also could pass for Italian, and he could also pass for Jewish. There's no doubt about it. You know, Palestinian, I guess. Uh, and he said, he said to me, Dave, yeah, absolutely, Mediterranean. Anything Mediterranean I could pass for. So I guess he's either heard it before or he knows it, he realizes it. That's just the way it is. He's, you know, he could pass for Mediterranean. So, you know, from that area or whatever. So, uh, Pow was great. It was great to hang out. I really enjoyed that. I'm glad he wasn't a freak. I'm glad he wasn't a dum dum and, you know, like a big dummy, a big dope. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he wasn't racist. And, oh, here's, here's something interesting about Pow. Uh, Pow's from Spain, but uh, you know what? He doesn't really care for the soccer. I thought that was pretty interesting. Wait a minute. You live in Barcelona, Spain. You have the Barcelona team. And uh, you're not interested in soccer. Isn't that like like sacrilegious? Isn't like the worst thing possible? He says, yeah, but, you know, it's okay. I, my buddies asked me, you know, to watch the game. And I, we go to a pub. So, you know, I'll have a couple of drinks and it's all good. <laughs> so so he, he, I guess maybe they think he's there for the soccer. But he's really there just to drink. Um, anyway.
so I, I can't tell. I, we got to be in the 36 minutes or something like that. Is it still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. All right, so anyway, so I met a guy named Pal. So last year I did a show. I mean, let me introduce you to my friend Ted or Ed or whatever it was. I, I don't remember the number of the episode. Probably in its late 40s or early 50s. You know, a numbered episode. And uh, uh, if you want to go back and listen to last year's uh, Coda Can 2017, go ahead. I haven't even thought about that. All right, so um, that's it. Tomorrow, uh, I have uh, breakouts. I'm only doing one more breakout, and that's not until Sunday morning, you know, right before we leave. And tomorrow is like a free day. I mean, I'm, I got breakouts scheduled, but it's kind of like a free day. In other words, I don't have to worry about anything. I just show up, and I share. And uh, and then, oh, yeah, then there's a talent show tomorrow night. So I got to participate in the talent show. I'm not going to go on stage. I'm not going to perform. I'm just going to help backstage. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll give you the, the next report, even though this isn't a report. I'll give you the next report uh, uh, tomorrow, if maybe, if I get around to it. Episode 90 is in the books. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye. And uh, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. So don't forget to tweet me at Dumb with Dave at D-U-M-B D-A-V-E uh, tweet me there or email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com and uh, the, uh, the website when will the websi- website be back I don't know does it really matter do you really need the website uh, don't forget to go to iTunes give me a 5 star review uh, and a 5 star rating and a good review two different things I appreciate that it's supposed to help me a big deal and change my life forever alright um, and that's it yeah I'm good if I forgot Oh, don't worry, I'll listen to this podcast, I'll probably fall asleep listening to it, I'll publish it in the morning, and then uh, I'll mention it tomorrow, alright, so let me see if I can get these G's, these the 7 G's, the 7G goodbye in order, I've kind of been screwing it up, alright, goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, good rats, great skills, take care, thanks guys, I appreciate you tuning in. How many is that? Uh, let me do this again. Just four more time. I want to see if I got it right. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. And great skills. Yeah, eight. That's a lot. Oh, I just missed my parking spot. Yeah, eight. That's pretty good. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, have a great day. Thanks for listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Episode 90. Bye.